You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is presented by the Varnum Military Museum, located just over the border in East Greenwich. Patrick and his staff have a fantastic museum. I must see a lot of information about Rhode Island residents, especially Warwick residents. Please, when you stop by, go on their Facebook page. Thank them for supporting our podcast. Our guest today is John Grachen from Keeping Kids Fishing. It's a local organization that really strives to help kids get a pole in the water, I guess would say. Thank you for supporting our podcast and welcome to the show. Thank you. Give us a little background of yourself, John. I was born in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, I moved to Warwick when I was 11 years old. Uh, we lived in the Oakland Beach area. And uh, I have a love for fishing, as you can tell. Um, I lived there for about 35 years, and I've moved to Coventry since. I've been in Coventry for the last few years. And how do you go about uh, connecting yourself to fishing? Where did that all start? Uh, when I was about four, uh, my parent, my mom used to bring my uh, brother Joey to baseball, and I really didn't, didn't care for the sport. So there was a pond nearby. I think it was Machantica Lake. I'm not positive. But I would walk around the pond trying to collect frogs and stuff. And one time I seen a bunch of fishing string tangled up in the tree. So I took it all down, and there was a hook on there. So I took a big stick and tied the end of the string to the stick. And I dug around and found a worm and cast it out. And I caught a little sunfish, and I was hooked. <laughs> Literally, I love that story. And what is your favorite type of fish to go after? Largemouth bass. Great. And uh, where are you, some of your favorite fishing spots for, if you're just going to go with yourself? I usually go um, right next to me in Coventry at Tyoke Lake, but I also go to uh, Sandy Pond or Little Pond behind um, Veterans High School, okay. or I'll go uh, to the police station on their fishing pier as well. Yeah, they have a beautiful pier over there to, to, for people to use. It is. I hold a couple of events there for the kids. And how did all of this get started with keeping kids fishing? Oh, about five and a half years ago, I was fishing at the end of my pond, and I don't see very well, and I don't like changing lures over. So I always bring at least five fishing poles. And I was fishing, and a group of kids come up, and one asked if he could borrow one of the fishing poles. So I showed him how to use the lure that was on it, and his brother asked if he could borrow a second pole. And I said, absolutely, and I showed him how to use that lure. And by the end of the day, they knew how to use all the lures that I had with me. So I um, asked him if they needed fishing gear, and they said, absolutely. So I went home. I got two fishing poles put together. And I went on social media group. I went on to the local groups and asked if anyone had any spare fishing poles and explained why. And one person was able to donate 16 fishing poles. Uh, I got 13 working, and I brought five of them back to the pond the next day. Uh, I asked the boys if it would be okay if I got a picture to show the person uh, where the fishing poles went. Um, they agreed. I put the picture on the group, and I, a couple of people said they had other fishing poles that they could donate to me if I could clean them up. And in the same time, I had people asking if I could help their children uh, with fishing poles and help them to uh, learn how to fish. So it's pretty much blew up from there. And social media is such a, a great thing for enterprises like this where you can connect people who have an item and it's just sitting in the basement with a kid that may not even, like in your case, didn't even know he wanted to fish. Or, and 
I think that's a great, uh, great extension of how we can use that. Tell us, uh, how many people have you helped with fishing poles? Um, to date, we have donated 1,840 fishing poles with tackle. That is absolutely amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, what do you hear from these kids when they start fishing? Uh, a lot of them, they have never fished before because a lot of them are single parents and the parents just don't have time to take them. So I set up an event and I'll put it on social media on my Facebook group, Keeping Kids Fishing, where I'll be and let them know that I provide everything. And when people show up, I set them up with the fishing pole. I show them how to put worms on, how to cast out, stuff like that. So, John, are you also getting parents involved when you've gotten the kids involved? Absolutely. If the parents need a fishing pole, I don't turn them down at all. And a lot of them have never fished before themselves, so it helps out the parents bond with their kids. If, um, if the, sometimes kids won't don't pick things up from other people, but if the parent is learning at the same time, they can help the kids as well as I help other kids. Great. And you have uh, typical, I see on social media, you have some events that you try to coordinate to get large groups of folks together? Yes. And how are those going? Great, great. Yeah. Um, I do different events with uh, different organizations. Um, I help out uh, the Rhode Island Department of um, Environmental Management. Uh, I help out uh, Boys and Girl Scouts. Um, the Patuxent River Authority, we help out. And I'm um, about to be part of that organization so I can help out even further. And how are people get involved or, or reach out to you, uh, whether they're interested in getting their kids fishing or if they have gear to donate? Uh, they can go to my Facebook group, Keeping Kids Fishing, or they can give me a call at my home. It's uh, 401-738-2952. We'll put that information in the show notes as well. And John, what are some tips you could give uh, folks listening to this to, to help their kids when they're fishing? I know they call it fishing, not catching is the old joke, but what are some tips you could give kids to, to help them be a little more uh, productive when they're fishing? Uh, that sometimes it's not about the fish. Sometimes it's just about getting out and enjoying time with your parents or with your friends. Uh, but just never give up. Never give up because you, eventually you are going to succeed. I think you've hit it on the head. Uh, I have a lot of memories of fishing and and I used to say, even if I'm not catching it, catching something or keeping your, your interested is fun, but just getting out and, you know, seeing the sunrise and, and, you know, different people, you know, seeing someone paddle by on a canoe on a lake is just absolutely amazing to, to really kind of put your, you know, back into what we're about, you know, in touch with nature. Correct. Great. John, any last parting words? Uh, actually, yes. Um, I hold events, uh, a fundraiser at Camp Westwood, and I also help them with their open house and their fishing events. And uh, one year, I, I was holding an event, and a, a little girl came up to me, and she had a trophy in her hand, and she said, look what I got. Uh, she actually said, um, Mr. John, is it okay if I give you a hug? So I look at the mom, and the mom nods, and I lean down, and I gave the girl a hug. I said, why would you give me a hug? She says, well, you see this trophy? I said, yes, that's the first fish trophy. You caught that first fish. And she said, no, you got me this trophy. And I said, well, how did I get that trophy? And she says, well, you show me how to put a worm on a pole. You show me how to cast it out and reel it in. And I caught the first fish. You got me this trophy. And another instance, I was at uh, Tyler Glake in Coventry where I hold most of my events. And a, mother had, uh, a child had come up to me 
Uh, he wasn't really into fishing, and he actually had a T-shirt on that said, I paused my game for this. And um, he, he enjoyed fishing, and his mom was telling me that uh, he was a loner. He always stayed in his room and played games by himself. And he came back the following week, and he had a friend with him that he had met the last week. And the, the week after that, he had two friends he had met. And the mom came up to me and said that I got him out of his house. And uh, that helps me as well because I have uh, severe neural Lyme disease, and it causes anxiety and manic depressive disorder. And when you see the kids catch that first fish, it, it takes that all away. It, it really does. It helps me as much as it helps the kids. John, I couldn't have said what you're doing for the community any better. Uh, that is absolutely uh, amazing, and I congratulate you on everything you're doing. Thank you. Thank you to John Gratian for spending some time with our audience today and sharing some insights on Warwick life. It's a great time to be in Warwick, and for those not living the Warwick life, come pay us a visit. Come work with John Gratian, keeping kids fishing, whether it's contact him if you have donations or if you'd like to, I'm sure he'd be willing to accept gift certificates to local establishments to purchase additional gear or old gear that you may have around the house for from a loved one or a family member that's no longer fishing and see everything he and Warwick has to offer. That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in and closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. See you next time. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.